Welcome to the 902 podcast, the official podcast of the Lancaster County Sheriff's Office in Lincoln, Nebraska. I'm Captain John Vick, and I want to thank you for tuning in. This podcast will give you an inside look at LSO with topics and guests to discuss public safety issues impacting Lancaster County. Be sure to subscribe for highlights on news cases and the people working for you at LSO. You can also follow us across social media by searching for at LSO Nebraska. That's at LSO Nebraska on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Welcome to the 902 podcast. We are here today. You're doing your own theme music now. Yeah, I am. That's good. Okay. I like it. Okay. I, mean, I could, we just record that separate. Oh yeah. Okay. So Sheriff Wagner is here as, as everybody's heard already. Thanks for being here, Sheriff. Good morning. Chief Deputy Houchin. Good morning. Happy Monday. And uh, we have Jared Maneri from the Lincoln Police Department in the house today to talk about Crime Stoppers. Thanks for being here, Jared. Thanks for having us. Absolutely. Um, we always try to give our guests a chance to talk a little bit about themselves before we dig into the meat and potatoes of the episode. So we wanted to learn a little bit about you, but tell us where are you from? Um, originally from Lincoln, okay. born and raised. Um, I escaped for two years, went to Kearney for school for a couple of years and uh, decided that smaller wasn't my thing and came back to Lincoln and I've pretty much just stayed here since then. Perfect. Were you always interested in working for the Lincoln Police Department? Not in any way. Okay. Not so at all. How, <laughs> how, how did okay. we, how did we, not get, a negative. I'm how just did saying. we get from point A to point LPD then? You know, it's a, it's a strange um, path. My... So my, my grandfather was a uh, highway patrol and he pretty much retired before I was too old. So I always knew him as retired. So I don't know if it kind of runs in the blood, but definitely, um, I was a theater major. I like, I don't know how that really translates directly into law enforcement, but, um, I enjoyed being other people on stage in front of people and entertaining crowds and, um, I always said that being a cop was probably the best paying acting gig I ever had because every day I had to act like I liked somebody I probably didn't. Sure. Um, especially when you're interviewing bad guys that have done bad things. Yes. Um, but I uh, found myself working retail in Kansas City, and I'd be up at 2, 3 o'clock in the morning watching cops reruns mm-hmm. and decided, you know, maybe I should look into this. And a friend of mine was working at UNL as an officer, and he said, hey, why don't you come over here? We got this job as uh, CSOs, which is like community service officer. Yep. He said it'd be a good way to decide if you like law enforcement. Um, so I did that for about a year, year and a half, something like that, and uh, decided, yeah, this is this is fun. I like this, and I applied to LPD and got on. So, so you worked as a street officer then for a number of years. Um, about nine years in total. Yeah, um, just under that. Okay. So um, most of that was working like our northeast team and center team. Mm-hmm. Um, I enjoyed all that. I also worked in community services. Yep. Um, so I did that for a while, and then. Uh, my life changed. Uh, I just decided one day that um, with um, a child custody issue, if I was going to go back to the street and work evenings and weekends, it was going to be hard to see my kid. And so I had to make a change. And it just so happened that the guy that did video for the police department decided he was going to retire right around the same time. And being that I was in theater and I'd done a lot of independent films and editing with those friends, um, video was something I was already kind of interested in. I'd I'd been in his office a lot watching what he does and kind of helping out with some of the recruit videos or or, uh, Citizens Academy videos. And uh, basically interviewed for the job, told them, hey, if I get this job, I'm interested in taking this in a different direction than just making fun videos. I really think that with the advent of like digital video now, we're getting such good images of bad guys that we need to start getting this stuff out there. 
um, back in the day, they really just, um, anytime we had a picture of a bad guy, our investigators really kept that close to their chest. They wouldn't let that out at all. Um, that was kind of their ace in the hole back then. Mm-hmm. Um, and because Crime Stoppers and releasing those images and videos has been such a success now, most of the time they'll work a case. And that's one of the first things they do is they send it to Crime Stoppers because we get tips on people so quick now that it, the investigation times are shortened quite a bit because of it. Absolutely. Well, yeah, I bet you didn't know when you applied that it would blow up like it did with the video and everything as, as it has, you know, everybody's on, on a camera yeah. all the time now. Not at all. Actually, it was kind of funny because when I went into uh, Chief Cassidy's office, um, I'd already put in my notice and everything, but I decided I wanted to go basically talk to dad and tell him why I was leaving. And uh, so he gave me the depressed dad talk about like, hey, you know, you're a good officer. I'd like to kind of see you going with that. And I said, you know, this is a wave that I want to ride. I don't know where it's going. I have no idea how big this wave is going to get, um, but I think it'll be fun to be on the leading edge and developing a whole new forensics area. So it was quite a ride. Well, <laughs> I know we use you all the time, especially yes. on trying to get license plates and doing all that. And you don't think you have something and all of a sudden you do your magic and then it's like, holy crud, you know, that's, yeah. that's what we needed to get this case rolling and get it solved. Yeah, I, I like the Scotty theory, though. Um, if you're a Star Trek fan and you know Scotty, um, he always would estimate it's going to take like, three days longer than it really would. So when he came back, he looked like a hero. Um, <laughs> I, I always tell people with video, you, what you see is what you get because I don't want you to have high expectations that you've seen CSI TV show and that's exactly what's going to happen. I'm going right. to come back with like bouncing off a spoon off someone's eyeball and you get the plate and, you know, um, it's really kind of expect low expectations and then maybe I'll impress you now and then. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Like, that's a good See, but the problem, though, is you do it once, the word spreads, and then that doesn't yeah. work anymore. As my boss says, I'm a victim of my own success. Right. <laughs> yeah. So at, at work, obviously, you've got, you've got very you know, professional videos and things that we use for law enforcement and, and, and solving crimes and things yep. like that. But you've got some hobbies, too, from, from your backgrounds that, oh. that you, don't, you haven't talked about a ton at no. work, but a few of us know yep. about these things. So tell, tell us how... How did, uh, how did the special effects thing enter your life? Um, obviously with theater, um, things just kind of evolved. Um, my parents were involved in the Lincoln JCs way back in the day when uh, Chamber of Terror was in town. And so I got involved in haunted houses way back then. I mean, I was probably five years old running around with a mask, scaring people. Um, I just, it, it, being in haunted houses has always been something that I enjoy because uh, you get an adrenaline dump every time you scare someone else. Um, so it's kind of something you wouldn't expect, but, um, they, uh, they've done a whole bunch of studies on like when you get scared, how you get this adrenaline dump similar to like, just like, a uh, jumping out of a plane. Right. Yeah. And, um, the, the person that actually scares that person, they get the same exact amount of adre- adrenaline dump. So if you're working in a hot house, how many hundreds of times do you get that a night? Um, it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. So, um, as I got older and moved on with my life, uh, I had friends that, um, we kind of decided this is something we're interested in doing. And so we started doing a haunted house here in Lincoln many years ago um, called Dark Visions. And that evolved into uh, Eagle Hollow Haunts out at Eagle Raceway. And so my business partner and I decided to start Zombie Fest. You may remember that in Lincoln. Yes. We ran that for 10 years. Um, so we just like to do fun events. Um, they're not really ever anything that I would say is like, making me rich or anything, but they're, they're definitely a passionate type event, like something that I think people enjoy. And I like watching other people enjoy something like a fun event like that. Now, do you get a bigger drilling jump 
Don't if uh, you make little kids cry or yeah. something like that, Alicia, huh? <laughs> um, try not to. Oh, okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> that's usually not the same adrenaline. No, pump, yeah. okay. <laughs> if you want a challenging career, a career where you can make a difference in your life, your family's life, and the lives of those in your community, come and join the Lancaster County Sheriff's Office. To learn more or to apply, visit us online at www.joinlso.com. Well, that will give us a good time to start talking about Crime Stoppers specifically. We'll come back to the special effects thing here towards the end. Yeah. But the reason we brought you in today was to talk about the Crime Stoppers program in Lincoln, Lancaster County. How long have you been a part of that program? Oh, boy. Um, easily 10 years. It's, it's probably been longer than that. Um, I would say, actually, it's probably been closer to about 13. Um, this is pretty much ever since I started doing the video stuff, the, the image we were putting out, um, we had a captain back then that said, you know, maybe you should just be on the board because everything you're doing is tying directly into everything we're doing with Crime Stoppers. And I, I kind of was reluctant, like, I don't know if I want to do another meeting type of thing. Um, and, man, it's, it's really turned into a passion. Um, I, I've seen such an amazing change in our, um, our tips that have come in and how valuable those have been. And I know like an average street officer only gets to see the tips they get. Um, but because I'm so involved in this, a lot of times I can get to see everything everybody else is doing and what kind of stuff's been coming through. And then I also get to see when they're cleared, we update our website. So sometimes I'll go back and I'll look at some of those cases and it's amazing the amount of information people can give us, uh, especially nowadays with like our P3 app, they are downloading pictures straight from Facebook of the bad guy wearing the exact same clothing, holding mm. the alcohol bottles they stole yesterday at, at the, at the store, you know, like, um, the ma amount of information that's out there to people, especially like your ex boyfriend, ex girlfriend, man, you're sharing all kinds of stuff out there. They're going to share it right back to us. Um, it's been yeah. great and valuable information. Well, it's really good with your, with your experience as a law enforcement officer. To, mm -hmm. know, to be able to filter that stuff, to know what's good, what's not, what you really need to make the case. And, yeah, it's, it's helpful to have that experience. Absolutely. Um, I, I think that with uh, as this Crime Stoppers program has grown with the video that's grown, like specifically at LPD, but obviously because LPD's Crime Stoppers, and I, I think I need to kind of separate two things that people may not understand, is that Crime Stoppers is its own entity. Um, it is literally just a 501c3 nonprofit organization ran by civilians here in Lincoln. Um, it's not ran by the sheriff's office. It's not ran, ran by Lincoln police. Mm -hmm. um, they are working to get tips to give to law enforcement. Now, there are people like me that work in law enforcement that mm -hmm. are on the board as advisors, but we don't vote. We're not a member of the board necessarily, but we are very involved in the sense that we're there to help them out to make sure that they're not going astray and that they get the right information from us uh, and a good exchange. Um, so as that's evolved, um, our, our program has become very successful in Lincoln, which if you go to LincolnCrimeSuppers.com, that's technically supposed to be the Lincoln Police Department only. But it's become such a big um, um, draw that we are happy to have, like, the Sheriff's Office and UNL. Um, we've even posted, I think, a couple of cases from, like, NSP on there mm -hmm. just because – it's it's got already got an audience in that way, um, so it's been nice to pull them in. And we've talked about this with several other guests, um, different police departments, other law enforcement agencies. But crime doesn't know borders. Yes. And so it, the same people that are at 
Target and Lincoln today could be at Dollar General and Hickman tomorrow. Yes. Um, you know, it could be down the, the interstate in Kearney. And uh, so it's, it is just so important that, that we share that information and, and someone that can see a picture a hundred miles away might have a very good tip that, that can solve a crime in a different community. Absolutely. So, well, you're right. You know, we talk about this and even now as more technology and all those come into play on how we solve things, it's still the eyes and ears of the citizens that help us solve a lot of crime that, that has not changed. And, you know, with the video and thing, that's just the, the citizens on being able to come out and be able to tell us what they know and get these on clear. Cause again, they're the eyes and ears for a lot of us. We can't in law enforcement be everywhere, yeah. but the citizens can be, and boy, they can certainly help us. And we're really thankful when they do. Yeah, absolutely. So, and you have to, like the circles too. Like law enforcement doesn't run in certain circles that criminals may run in, and yes. so it, it's nice to have people in those circles that still have. Um, they may be running with those elements, but they a lot of times they they really actually have more of a community mind. I've noticed. Um, for instance, um, a lot of the tips that come into Crime Stoppers don't ever pay out. Everybody thinks Crime Stoppers that means rewards, and technically Crime Stoppers isn't about rewards at all. It, the whole point of Crime Stoppers is to keep people anonymous so that they're not in danger if they want to share something with the cops. And a lot of times what you'll see is those people in those circles are sharing stuff, not because they want the money, it's because they know that something needs to be solved, that they're, they, maybe they feel bad for the victim, or maybe they don't like the bad guy. Um, but they're just doing it to make sure that the, this, this case is solved, not for the money. I think that's a good point, and I think a lot of people hear Crime Stoppers, and they think, they think certain things, mm -hmm. but just to get everybody on the same page, what... What is Crime Stoppers and how does it work? What's the mission of Crime Stoppers? Obviously, like I said, it's basically the entire mission of Crime Stoppers is anonymity. Um, so their goal is to protect anybody that is giving a tip from ever being exposed. Um, one of the things that's really hard for us in law enforcement is we like information <laughs> a lot. And we want their name because when we go to court, we got to have that name to go with it. And in the, in the, everything they have to say, we want to ask yeah. them a million questions, mm -hmm. right? Um, and some people don't like that. They don't, they just want to tell you what they know and walk away. Um, and some people obviously are, you know, domestic situation. They don't want to, um, upset their ex or their spouse or, uh, whatever the case may be. They may feel threatened because it's gang members. Um, so Crime Stoppers in the eighties was developed just on the purpose of anonymity. Um, so when you give a tip, you call into that Crime Stoppers number you're going to talk to um, a call taker that's in Texas now. And I think if I remember right, that number actually bounces up through Canada and comes back to Texas in order to protect your identity. Um, it's all wiped out of that system. When you talk to the call taker, they remove anything like when you say, my sister-in-law is the one that did this. They're going to take that out so that that doesn't ever get to the officer that's investigating. So that can't impede their investigation and release information about you within the reports. Um, Obviously, in law enforcement, we like that kind of information, and we a lot of times need that information to get in court. But luckily, with the court systems we've had um, with Crime Stoppers, um, we've been able to get great information and still be able to corroborate that in other ways and make good arrests because of that information. Well, half the time, it's just getting your sights on the right person, then working the case and making it right. happen from there on out. Yes, absolutely. So you talked about the anonymity of it. Help walk us through maybe just a hypothetical case of sure. Jared Maneri knows something yep. and wants to share it with, with law enforcement via Crime Stoppers. How, how, might, that, how might that take place? So um, like, there's several different ways you can give a report. So basically, like I said, you can call it in. You can go online. Like If you go to lincolncrimestoppers.org, that's the actual Crime Stoppers page. 
um, you can go to LincolnCrampSuppers.com, which is the Lincoln one. And um, on there, there's web platform that you can fill out uh, information on there. Um, obviously, if you have a cell phone nowadays, like everybody does, you can download an app called P3, which is like P as in Paul, 3. Um, and with that app, you can pretty much fill out everything you want to in there, um, add pictures, you know, video sometimes. Um, and the nice thing about that is you can also um, have a two-way communication with some of our people in the Crime Supers program so that they can ask you more questions. Um, I know people think, well, then how is it anonymous? Well, basically, they're, they're protecting that address within that program, and we have no access to it. They have no access to it. It basically allows it to happen, and then it's just gone. Um, so even if the courts like demanded we provide that information, it's not there to provide. Um, so again, that's kind of one of the things that the, the program actually pays for is that application for every police department um, and, and program. Um, so it, it's all just based on how to protect that person. That is huge, being able to talk. Um, working criminal for a lot of years and just, you know, you, you would get it in the past and you'd be like, oh, I just wish I could ask this one question yeah. that could help us get over it and having it do now. And I was always amazed. People really do respond back yep. most of the time. Um, and I was always happy on that part of it, just to just get that little bit more of what we need. And it, like I said, get you over the hill and then you can go make that case. Yes. So how does it work when somebody calls into the phone line. Is there still a, is there still a live person to answer the phone? Yes. We pay um, uh, an agency down in Texas to answer those calls. That's their job. That's all they do for crime suppers programs around the, the country. Um, there's, I think, three different competing um, call centers. Okay. Um, we have one that's down in Texas, obviously. And so when you call them, they're trained to try to ask the right questions. And like you say, hey, at the house, it's the blue house on the corner on 9th and H, right? Um, they're actually going to pull up Google Maps. They're going to try to figure out, okay, what's the address? So they don't just, like, take your information. They will actually try to walk you through it, maybe even they, – they, in a way, kind of act like an investigator. They're trying to think of what other uh, questions they can ask. Um, what a lot of agencies don't know is that if you have – let's say there's a big homicide case and you're expecting a lot of calls to come in um, – the Crime Stoppers program and the agency can contact that call center and say, hey, mm. we're expecting a lot of calls on this. If you get calls on this, can you ask these list of questions as well? Maybe we need to have these as answered. Wow. Um, so that's a, that's a great, that's yeah. a great. Uh, I didn't know you could do it. that. Yeah. Now you know. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, that, that's, yeah. yeah. I think it's a big thing. And it is. They are, those call centers are really happy to work with law enforcement in those ways because um, it, it, it only emboldens their job. You know, it, it makes them better. And I know that some of those agencies will actually um, – so if we were able to clear that case and we told them about it later, that call taker would actually get an award within their their job. So they always like that too. Oh, it's cool. just kind of a nice way to pay back. Um, so basically, yeah, they, they're going to fill out the exact same form you're going to fill out when you go online. Mm -hmm. um, and then that form um, comes back to the Lincoln Police Department. So basically, we have a crime analysis unit, and they go and they read that, that tip. And then from there, they decide, where does this need to go? Does it need to go to UNL? Does it need to go to LSO? Does it need to go to LPD? And then beyond that, what team does it need to go to or what sergeant? That sergeant uh, will receive basically an email that says, hey, we have a tip for this case. Um, and then um, I, within, at least within LPD, maybe it's a little different in LSO, but that sergeant would then um, assign that to a street officer to follow up on that. Unless it's something like, say, it's a narcotics case that might go straight over to our narcotics unit yep. or like a child sex crime of some sort that might go to our special victims unit. Mm -hmm. um, so they're going to obviously take that tip, run with it as far as they can. Um, we can't use those tips in court. So really, it's kind of just a 
it's, it's informational and that gives us a way to kind of fine tune our investigation towards someone or something. Mm-hmm. Um, the officer or, or investigator would then hopefully end up making an arrest on that case or sometimes multiple arrests. Um, that officer basically will then fill out that form, finish it out and say, Hey, this tip was really valuable. Um, sometimes we have multiple tips, which I think we should talk about in a minute, but I'll yeah. get to that. Um, so they're going to basically send that tip back to the crime suppers program and say, Hey, this is valuable. Um, sometimes they'll say, I recommend amount. Uh, most of the time they don't. Um, and then that tip will then go back to the board at the next say monthly meeting. They'll listen to the tip. Um, sometimes there's a recommendation on how much we pay out for that case. The board will vote on that. And then, uh, once the board has voted, then those tipsters can then call in and, and set up a, a way to pick up the, the cash. That's again, uh, protection and anonymity. So do they have to call in to see if they get a tip? Um, it, it depends. Most of the time, yes. Um, I think in the P3 app, it might be able to tell you that it's been cleared, but you really need to kind of call back and contact um, our crime analysis unit to, to get the whole, like, how that uh, payout system works if you mm-hmm. want the reward. Mm-hmm. But that, but even the reward, and to your point, there's still some anonymity to that to Absolutely. be able to pick it up, right? So without revealing everything, yep. um, anybody that's ever gotten one probably kind of knows some of the, the basics, but we work with local bank. Um, and it's basically like you just pulling up and getting a withdrawal. Um, I've, I've heard of stories where people have gotten money on a tip with the person they tipped on in the passenger seat of the car, and they just say, hey, I just need to pull some money out of the bank. They basically hand their information to the teller, and that money comes back, and the person sitting next to them didn't even know about it. Right. Um, so, wow. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's a little gutsy, isn't it? It's a little it? brazen. Um, I've, I've heard of it happening. It wasn't necessarily in Lincoln, but I, I definitely have heard of it happening, and it, it Again, that was like, wow, that's, that's, that's kind of ballsy. <laughs> so you mentioned multiple tips. Yes. Um, so if you're going to give a tip, um, time is good. Um, the quicker you get that tip in, the better chance if you want a reward. Um, because what will happen is say, um, you know that Joe Blow did this case, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but he's with, you know, Susie Sally, whatever. And um, you only give a tip on Joe Blow. You're probably going to get the money for uh, that reward because that's the first time we've heard that name and that helped us with the investigation. But if you don't give the tip on Susie, um, somebody else may call in and say, Hey, I know that's Joe Blow and Susie Sally. And so then they may end up giving two tips for that case because we only had Joe Blow on the first one, but now we have Susie Sally on the second one. Um, so if you were to call in and just say, I know it's Joe Blow, well, we're not going to give it to you because we already have that on the first tip. Right. So it's kind of like who gives us the first amendment best information and then we probably won't won't reward people beyond that because now we have it and then um if you add on to something that we didn't have before they may get a little bit of reward as as well but it's really kind of like first come first serve and it incentivizes the the best new information absolutely that way yep yeah well that makes sense and the more you can give the better obviously because we get people that'll call in and say hey uh I, i know he um this is the guy you're looking at oh, by the way, he's not living in his address now. He's living over here and he works over here and he stays at his baby mama's house down the street. And mm-hmm. like that makes it easier for us to find them as well. Um, so obviously those, those all add to the tip and make it a better tip. And people can learn about those cases that you're describing by going to? Um, right now it's just lincolncrimesuppers.com. Um, so that'd be, like I said, like the Lincoln Police Departments we're looking for. But as I said, we share anybody else in our jurisdiction yep. with it. We've um, had some on there, like you said, absolutely. other agencies um, have had some on there too, but yep. 
you kind of provide a synopsis of each case and yes. sometimes give some names. We, we, most of the time we're giving you a great synopsis and some pictures. And a lot of times we're trying to throw some video in there too, to make it kind of interesting and fun. Um, and yes, if we have a name of somebody that we know, like say, you know, again, Susie Sally was in this case, but we don't know who the other person is. We may say that and that might give you a clue like, Oh, I know that person. So that must be her boyfriend or whatever. Right. So, right. Okay. Um, how, you talked about the board a little bit. You talked about, you know, that it, it is its own entity. Who who works for Crime Stoppers then, or, or how is it funded? How, how does that process work? Um, people are commonly surprised to learn that there is no federal, state, or local funding for a Crime Stopper program in Nebraska. Um, different states do it differently. Some of them have, like, a, a funding option that when you go to court, kind of like you pay, like, a, the judge's fine or whatever, where they you put that money in the judge's retirement program. Um, it, they may have money that goes back to their crime server program. We don't have that number in Nebraska. This is solely funded by people giving donations to the program. Um, so really, we rely on the community to help us out so we can help out the community. Um, that being said, um, we had some great programs way back in the day. Lots of people um, donated the program back in the 80s, 90s. And they did some good investing to make sure that we had a um, kind of a, a reserve for bad times. Unfortunately, obviously, 2020 was kind of bad times. Um, and like most 501c3s, took a hit. And uh, so we're trying to come up with a good way to um, get more funding coming in right now because we're, we're kind of seeing the writing on the wall that if we don't change things soon, we might be getting to the point where we're, we're a little concerned. But you have an event coming up where Me people too. can get involved. So like, you know, let's talk about that. Let's be honest. I'm, I'm really, I really dislike um, sitting down and having luncheons and awards dinners um, I'm going to guess that some other people in this room don't like attending them all the time either. Right. <laughs> I don't know who you'd be talking about, do you? So, um, I, so I, I didn't mention this before, but my, my involvement with Crime Stoppers locally has evolved, and I'm now um, one of the regional directors for Crime Stoppers USA. And so I, I'm going to a conference about every year talking with other Crime Stoppers agencies, um, and programs and just trying to come up with like, what's, what's good practices? What kind of bylaws do we need to have? All the really boring stuff. But one of the cool things that I got to do is I talked to a, a, um, a lady that's down in Florida and they had a great fundraiser idea. And I said, you know, this is so cool. Like if I got to do spend time and spend money on a fundraiser, I want something fun. So kind of leading back to my, I like to entertain people kind of days. Yep. Um, came back to the board and I said, I think I found the fundraiser we're looking for. And it's called Zoo Done It, so um, Z O O Z O O. So it's like Who Done It? So it's it's kind of a murder mystery, I guess you call it. Um, we're going to be at the Lincoln Children's Zoo, and so you get to wander around the zoo while you try to solve the crime. Um, it's it's going to be fun, I believe. Um, we've we've set up a few things here. We've got the the Lincoln Police Department's um, crime scene unit. They're going to have some displays of how we would say, work a specific part of an investigation. Um, so as you go through the day, you'll be able to wander around the zoo. There'll, there'll be um, alcohol and soda and water and um, food from different vendors, which we can talk about in a minute. Um, but you'll then be going and going to all these little crime scene stations as you walk around the zoo. So you're not sitting in a chair. You're not listening to people drone on. You're actually going out, hanging out with your friends, um, having a beer, uh, you know, walking around, getting some food while you walk around, um, seeing the, the animals, obviously, at the zoo, and uh, learning about crime scenes and kind of having fun trying to solve a And helping to, helping to contribute to the local Crime Stoppers. Well, that's the agenda. 
That's that's the idea. <laughs> that's yeah. the idea. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, any 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 tips that you can share with our listeners? Any you know inside information about who done it in this case? Uh, I can tell you, there's going to be three suspects. Oh wow! Um, so okay. you're going to have to look at all kinds of. Uh, Things within the crime scenes are going to be going through, and uh, there will be some Crime Stopper tips actually that might lead you in directions you want to go. They might be like a typical Crime Stopper tip and lead you in directions you don't want to go. Okay. Um, so you really have to use your brain to kind of go, okay, what's what's the what's Very the evidence in this case? Very so interesting. All I'm right. pretty excited about it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. So um, where can people get tickets? So obviously you can go on uh, LincolnCrimeStoppers.org, which is the main parent program. Um, they have the tickets there. You can um, basically it's just a digital ticket. Um, and if you want to, you can also go on LincolnCrimeStoppers.com. There's a, a 10-11 video that we talk about it there. They have a link there as well. So. But that's coming up in that's August. Up very soon. Um, so it's basically the end of August, August 25th. It's Friday. Um, it's basically going to start at about 5.30 p.m. and go till around 9 o'clock. Awesome. And who, who are some of the people that are helping to put this together other than Crime Stoppers itself then? So obviously it's the Crime Stoppers board. Um, we're going to have some of the uh, Lincoln Police Explorers are going to kind of be there to kind of help direct people and help people move in and out. Um, we have the Lincoln Police Department's Crime Scene Unit. Yep. Um, and then we've also got all of our sponsors and donors that are doing some really nice things. Um, just for instance, I know Valentino's, Chick-fil-A, Parthenon, and I think the venue is coming on now. They're going to be the ones that are supplying some of the food, like the, the grab-and-go yeah. kind of food to eat. Um, I'm, it sounds like it's going to be some good food. Super. Um, working on some desserts. Um, and if it wasn't for those, those vendors, we wouldn't have the event we have now. Um, and then also we have just some basic sponsors. There's a couple of banks around town um, that are going to be helping sponsor us and stuff like that. So awesome. that's all coming out. So a good event to make a difference uh, in the local community when it comes to Crime Stoppers and have some fun too. That's the idea. Let's, Perfect. I, I think it's going to be there. I really think it's going to be a fun event. I'm, I, I really am super excited about this as opposed to a luncheon. Like, uh, this is going to be so much more fun. <laughs> are, are there zombies, though? There are no zombies. No, no zombies? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> there might be a, a, a small special effect here or there. I will see. <laughs> okay. Hey, I'm, I'm excited. I'm uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to get to go talk at it. So I'm excited to yeah. go there and go, get to go see it. Yeah, you get to do the swearing in, I think, right? Oh, I don't know what I, I haven't been told exactly what I get to do yet, but well, I'll the, be more than happy to do when it. When the crime is revealed, we're going to, we're going to have a uh, swearing in for the evening for everybody to be investigators and it might be a little comical. So you, you may have to bring your comic tie that <laughs> oh, night. Oh, I guess I could do that. <laughs> well, and, and in, we, we talked about this off air, but it might be a little bit of an audition if anybody's interested in yeah. being a, a police officer or yep. a sheriff's deputy, go to joinlpd.com or joinlso.com. Absolutely. Because yeah. we'd love to have you. Yes. So this is We're going to have some prizes. You know, maybe we'll, we'll see what those end up being. It's so. a chance it could for, be an application. Yeah, 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 we're there. Yeah. 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 We might just fast track you. If you can... <laughs> If you figure it out, you're good enough to solve this right to the front of the line. Apply now. (laughs) Super. Well, in closing today, you know, we just wanted to kind of wrap up, but how does Crime Stoppers make Lincoln and Lancaster County safer? Um, I think undoubtedly, uh, just because we're getting information that we wouldn't normally get, we're able to solve crimes we wouldn't normally solve. Um, I've seen it over the years where an officer would look at a case and be like, hey, I think I know this guy, but no, I don't know this guy. Like, he looks familiar. Um, shared around with some of the beat buddies. Nope, don't know who it is. And it would just end up in the trash. We're done. We right. can't go any farther. Um, and a lot of those cases that we put out on the Crime Stoppers now, um, we're clearing easily 40% of the cases we post on our website, which if you know law enforcement, a 20% clearance rate is considered high. Um, obviously, we have an advantage. We have a picture or a video of the bad guy. Um, so that helps out a lot. But 
a 40% clearance rate really is a, a pretty high clearance rate when you're talking law enforcement. So we're making some really good tips on some really um, bad cases. Um, I mean, we, we'll share anything from a stolen cheeseburger up to a homicide. Right. And from most crime cyber programs only share the homicides. Um, in this sense, we're sharing everything. And I think that just brings people in, gives us better value. Um, it's more interesting for the public, gives us better tips as law enforcement. Well, I can remember a case we worked at the uh, Ding Bar in Raymond, and it was a robbery. And we would not have solved it without Crime Stoppers. We had nothing whatsoever. And, yeah, we didn't have our sights on that uh, on and, that guy at all. At, at all. And the information started to come in, and I believe in a day and a half, we had him on the ground uh, in downtown Lincoln on a Friday with traffic all over the place, placing him under arrest. So that because he was out and he had his bag ready to go do it again. So that that's the one in my mind that always sticks out uh, in my head. That if it wasn't for this program, that one would not have been solved and another vi- uh, group of people who have been victimized. And I, I think it's empowering a little bit to citizens and neighborhoods to, this is this is their way to really kind of contribute to an investigation as well. Absolutely. I mean, and, and, well, the ring cameras that they can yeah. help us with on this is just huge. Yeah. There's so many people I think that just sit around and say, you know, I don't want this crap going on in my neighborhood, but I feel helpless. What can I do about it? This is a great way that people can get involved um, and, and be a part of, w- without becoming a police officer or a sheriff's deputy mm-hmm. become a part of solving crime in their community. Some so of the best narcotics arrests we have in, in this area are, are started from a simple crime supper tip of somebody saying, Hey, I think my neighbor is doing or selling drugs. There's a lot of cars. They may write down license plates of all the traffic that's coming and going. And uh, our narcotics unit then just runs with it and they can make multiple felony arrests based on that kind of stuff. Yeah, the neighbors just finally get tired of it and just yep. say, you know what, I'm going to do something about this. And yeah, I work, when I work narcotics, we'd get Crime Stoppers all the time. And yeah, it's amazing the information that you get and uh, how it pans out to be correct. Yeah. Well, I want to thank Jared too. Um, we, we've always had, I shouldn't say always, but for a long time, uh, a very popular section on our website called Lancaster Lookout. Uh, with COVID, we had some different changes with our website and things as well. And, and that kind of, I don't want to say it fell by the wayside, but it wasn't, it wasn't maybe as fresh and updated as it always could have been. Yes. So with some of Jared's help, we've, we've, we're relaunching Lancaster Lookout. Um, yeah, I kind of put a burr under you. Thank you for that. <laughs> and, uh, but we've, we've got all the bugs worked out now and, uh, and folks can go to our public website at lancaster.ne.gov sheriff, uh, to find that. And you can also get to the Lancaster Lookout at lincolncrimestoppers.com yep. and there's a link at the bottom to uh, Lancaster Lookout is one of a few links on there. Yep. And we're going to with the one of the one of my goals on the Crime Super Board itself was to make sure that it's not people don't think of it as just Lincoln Police. Yep. Um, and so that's why I approached you because I wanted to make sure that um, Crime Stoppers the Lincoln Lancaster County Crime Stoppers is not just covering Lincoln, it's also kind of uh, covering Lancaster County and UNL and people know that. Um, so like we're working with 1011 to do kind of a weekly thing with them as well. Yep. And that's why I was like, I'm going to, I'm going to make you go at least once a month. Ab- absolutely. <laughs> we're going, we're, I, yeah. I, I think we're on the books on Wednesday. I think so. so. Yeah, you are, we'll, you're up next. We'll launch our first one, but just like people can contribute tips on crimes, uh, we're going to ask people to contribute tips on wanted persons and people with warrants in Lancaster County. Right. So, uh, looking, I think that'll be huge. Looking forward to having that back up there. Jared, we really appreciate your passion and your expertise and, uh, You've done a lot. I mean, in the videography world, uh, for for helping us um, as an agency, you've done a great job. We really appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. You're a huge asset for us. Yeah, appreciate that. Well, thanks so much for being here, and uh, we'll we'll hope to hear an update on Crime Stoppers after Zoo done it. Sounds good. Okay, thanks. <laughs> All right.
We hope everybody's enjoyed listening to today's episode of the 902 podcast. A couple reminders, if you head to lincolncrimestoppers.com, you can find all sorts of information about active cases being worked by the Lincoln Police Department, Lancaster County Sheriff's Office, University of Nebraska Lincoln Police Department, and other local law enforcement agencies. You can also check out the Lancaster Lookout tab on that website or on the Sheriff's Office website at lancaster.ne.gov sheriff. If you're interested in learning more about careers at the Lancaster County Sheriff's Office or Lincoln Police Department, be sure to check out joinlso.com or joinlpd.com. Be sure to subscribe to the 902 podcast on Spotify, Apple, or wherever you enjoy podcasts to catch all of our episodes. We just were added to the iHeartRadio podcast network as well. Lastly, be sure to reach out to us on social media at LSO Nebraska or via email at LSO at Lancaster.ne.gov. Thanks for listening. Thank you.